Hi guys, I'm your host for Grateful Heart TV, Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns here. And oh my gosh, I am so excited for today's show. I know I say that about everybody, um, but these ladies are like none other. If you've been curious about plant medicine and you've heard people talking about flying to Central America, checking out these healing modalities and ayahuasca, um, this would be the show to watch. If you're curious what it's about, um, I got to experience it myself with them this last summer. And quite frankly, it was life changing. That said, when I was curious, I was doing some scouting on YouTube. You might come across a video on your own with Jim Belushi talking about his experience, but if you stay tuned all the way through the end, I'll make sure that that one's on the end. So you guys can check that out. It's like the exact opposite of what these ladies are about, but it's what's prevalent and what's floating around out there and making it more mainstream, which means it could be a little bit more dangerous if you don't know what you're doing and who you should be looking for. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns, and you're listening to Grateful Heart. I started this show to help educate my clients on the real estate market, and it's evolved into so much more. I've found that I love talking to people, and I love learning new things. While our expertise is still on the health of the housing market, we want to focus on the health and the well-being of our listeners as well. More specifically, where we reside in our hearts, in our minds, and in our homes. The biggest purchase in our life just isn't a house. It's where we raise our children, start a new business, pray for our loved ones, and follow our dreams. It's even where we listen to our favorite podcast. When we are successful at home, everything else just falls into place, and we are so grateful for that. Home is where the grateful heart is. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, guys. I'm your host, Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Grateful Heart TV, and today's show is focused on healing. In fact, you guys already know how passionate I am about all things healing, from financial health of your household to your physical and mental and spiritual health as well. And today's guests are going to highlight just that. Let's introduce... Hillary and Janine, welcome to my show on Grateful Heart. I'm so excited to have you lovely ladies here today. Um, you guys come to us from California, correct? Yes, correct. Yes, correct. And I got to see you just a few months ago and meet you myself in person. So I'm super excited to see your beautiful faces again. It's been a hot second. And what I really wanted to accomplish for you ladies today because of what you shared with me and what you did for me this past summer, I want to give back. And I'm hoping when we're done with our show today, it's going to answer a lot of questions for anybody who's been curious about the use of plant medicine, which is becoming quite mainstream these days with famous people like Jim Belushi out there putting on YouTube his video of his experience. I just thought it would be really prudent to share with people my experience with you lovely ladies because I know I did it the right way. I trust you, I adore you, and I know there's a lot of things to be worried about out there when we're talking shamanic rituals and plant medicine. Um, yes, 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 right? Um, yeah. So real quick, before I get into your complete outline, I do wanna scroll over to your website. Uh, the Temple of the Sacred Rose is where you're gonna find these lovely women. Oops, and we do want to make sure we're going to be talking about healing of the cellular level for trauma that we've experienced, because that is truly where most of us, um, and I'm sure Janine's going to get into this much more, do carry things with us into our lives, um, carry around with us all the time, but they may not always stem from this lifetime. It's very interesting concept. Uh, Janine and Hillary, if you don't mind, ladies, I'd love to start off with you guys sharing with us your background and where you come from. Okay, um, so I can tell you that um, for me, I 
started my journey, you know, as a little nine-year-old girl in the church, recognizing that I had some giftings in, in the spirit realm. And um, from there, and now in my mid-50s. <laughs> you are not in your mid-50s, stop it. Yes, ma'am, I am. Wow. We, both, we both are. So it's been been beautiful. But for me, this, um, so background in history for me just a little bit is, um, you know, I knew when I was growing up that I'd go into the ministry and didn't understand that at this point in life and, and, and where we are now in life, what that would look like. Mm -hmm. um, studied, um, you know, pastoral care and counseling, all those wonderful things. And then about, I don't know, 25, 30 years ago, um, realized that my journey, as far as my 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 upbringing, so to speak, that um, that would change, that my spiritual life would change, that I would begin to see um, what I considered God not living in a box anymore, and there was far more to um, to the spirit realm, far more to what the world held for us than what I had been taught in my you know tiny little local church. Right. Yeah. Um, and then several years back, I began to seek um, for myself. Um, deeper healing on, on on that what we talk about the cellular level um as an, and as i began to seek that after having done years of you know counseling and doing all the work and doing all the stuff to heal my own self from uh, what is considered complex ptsd from some childhood trauma um i found myself um saying saying god what's next spirit what is next for me how, how does that happen mm -hmm. and ultimately um began to seek out uh, plant medicine for healing and um, that led me into into the journey where it is now that um, during those during the time of seeking healing for myself that I was called forward so to speak um, what I consider a deep ancestral connection to the plants and um, as spirit began to call me forward I realized as I went to sit in different places and sit with different um, different uh, shamans different healers different pages um, that my energetic around the medicines were, were very different than the, you know, quote unquote, average person. And okay. was told several times, you seem to have a connection with the plants, they seem to know you. And that is where I began to learn that I had an ancestral connection to the medicines. And that um, where my healing work or my ministry work would go was way different than I had anticipated it would be as a child. So well, I'm sure yeah. night and day different from what you maybe had uh, experienced as a little girl going to church with your family members. Out of curiosity, how has your family responded to the changes they've seen in you over the years? Um, you know, I, I, I hope positively. Um, mm -hmm. I, my, my family is still very much connected with, uh, at least my, my two older sister, very much connected still in the church. Oh, good. Um, okay. Our mother was an, uh, was an ordained minister. Um, uh, so we come, I, I come from a long line of, of healers. Um, growing up, um, my mother, my grandmother, my great-grandmother, my, my great-aunt and everyone, we knew... Um, we knew the power of laying on of hands. And so I really am grateful for my background. I'm grateful right. for it because it, it serves me now and serves me well in the sense that so much when, when you spoke, when we first, when you first spoke about how to, you know, to make sure that you do it the right way as right. far as finding a shaman with, uh, or a <clears throat> page or whatever you're looking for, a healer, the facilitator, knowing what they're doing. My church background has served me well because it's not something that, you know, I could have been taught in a book. It's right. not something somebody could have told me, you know, in, in a, a weekend lesson or even a year lesson on how to serve medicines that stuff came from the from my roots it came from the ancestral lineage of being able to see spirits of being able to discern the spirits of being able to lay hands on and physically see somebody um release um release uh, spirits or be be um receive healing so it has really served me well and as far as my family goes 
I think they have some idea that I've kind of stepped out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> I, it sounds bit. like it. And then let's introduce. But they're very supportive of my world, no matter what. They I'm really glad to hear that. So I'm glad. Well, it's beautiful to have that also. I'm sure there's a lot of people who have walked in your steps who maybe fear coming out into the open or mainstream for the spiritual journey that they go on, that it's very different from maybe their loved ones and their friends. So I, I was just curious what your experience has been with that. And then, of course, you've got beautiful Hillary next to you. And I would love to hear Hillary's back background and story and how you two ladies started working together. Oh my gosh. Yes, it is a beautiful story. Um, <laughs> oh, um, my background, I am a, a licensed marriage family therapist and um, yeah, I went the clinical route. I'm trying to figure out, you know, my family and all the different aspects of um, being a human and went the intellectual, so to speak, way of figuring things out. And um, yeah, that also really served me well. I um, came to the medicines probably, I guess it's been five years, maybe four mm -hmm. and a half, five years. So a little bit later in my journey, but always perfect timing when they show up. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> when you're ready for them, they, they appear. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's been a beautiful unfolding and then recognizing like, wait, there is a whole world beyond what we see here in the physical reality and understanding and just learning and learning and, and being in, in spaces. And, you know, I was lucky enough to meet Shadeen, <laughs> the first space that I went to. So. Oh, good. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so when we're referring to spaces, obviously I know because I've been in your space, but to share with the audience, what we're referring to is when people are exploring going on this journey, they go and seek out professionals like yourselves and sometimes not as professional as yourselves. And that was my biggest takeaway, I think, after having the beautiful experience I got to in your home uh, is that there's a lot of bad actors out there in every like line of work, right? And unfortunately, I remember really, really hurt my heart to hear one story in particular you guys had shared with me of a woman who had come to you after maybe not having the best experience. And so if somebody's curious, and we're gonna go into more of what everything is after break, but if they're curious, where would, where would be the first stop to research something like this to make sure that and maybe share the story, if you ladies don't mind, about what happened to the other individual that found herself with you t sharing what had happened when she was not in a supportive um, space. You want to take that? Do you, want to um, Do you know what I'm referring to? Do you remember? I was, no, no, we know what you're okay. referring to. Absolutely, yes. Um, I think, yes, um, there's... I think you know when you when you're seeking out medicine. I, there's always the, using your discernment, right? It's very important to have um, the recommendations of somebody who has sat with somebody. I think a lot of people, like you hear, like you were sharing, hear it from a celebrity or hear it right. from somebody that is like, oh, I want to go to you know Peru or Brazil, which are all beautiful spaces, but but at the same time, not having the awareness of what you're really entering into and you're opening yourself to. Right. So I. I highly recommend, you know, seeking out and getting referrals and knowing that they're safe spaces and from know, somebody who's actually sat in, in there you, before. It doesn't matter where you go as far as it just because you're you're heading down to South America someplace doesn't mean that the space is necessarily going to be safe. Right. That can't be the the um the end all, you know, be all end all kind of speak thing. Cause that's what we hear all the time too. Well, I went there and that there's plenty of it out there. And because like you said, Rebecca, it's becoming so uh, known worldwide at this point 
a lot of things are popping up all over, all mm-hmm. over the world. And you do have to, to ask, to trust your spirit, to um, go places that, um, that are, that are, that you know, that there's someone that's there that's hands-on. They have some wisdom, some knowledge around the medicine. Do not look for somebody that says, I have a shaman certificate. <laughs> okay. No shaman certificates. <laughs> and um, well, and you know what? That, that's not what you want. <laughs> no. Well, and then the quality of the medicine as well is important, I'm sure. And how, um, the effects are on the individual and where it's um, sourced from. That's the other thing is that um, that because of the widespread usage, so to speak, now and I do believe the medicines need to come to the forefront. I think it, they're such deep, beautiful healing tools. Oh yeah, that you will see. Um, we are incredible. We are careful about where we source from. We um, are conscious of the indigenous peoples on the planet who have held the sacred medicines for us. I am grateful for my own ancestry that has preserved the wisdom of it, both in the, you know, the natural and in the spiritual realm so that, that I could step forward in that realm and, and, and say, yes, I will, I will now carry the torch forward. Right. I think that's really important to see where um, it, part of it when you're seeking people out um, is, is that when it comes down to that gut level trust what are the conversations that are you having with the person who is who is the who is the, the healer who is the uh who is facilitating mm-hmm. what what are those conversations around around does your soul say yes to this beyond what fear because we all have fear around it right beyond the fear places is your soul saying yes are there places where oh might not be and then if you go once and something wasn't quite right, step back out and check in with somebody and ask them some of the things. Is right. this normal? Whatever that means, right? right. What, what should be place? It's really important. And, w- and when you go places and it's like, this is the only spot and I'm the one, that's when you should run. <laughs> I'm sure because there's, I'm sure, an uncountable number of practitioners who are quality and can be trusted. It's just a matter of yeah. finding the right one that you feel comfortable with. And, you know, yes. with that, um, I would like to share, you know, my own experience of coming out with you beautiful ladies. And if it's okay with you, um, I wanted to share one of the videos I took just before we started our ceremony last summer, just so people can kind of get an idea of the setting, if, if you will, of what at least you ladies offer. Okay, great. I'm just going to swap over real quick. I love that picture of the both of you, by the way. Um, and then there is your website. Fantastic. And uh, Hillary's uh, Instagram. But here's the video I was playing. And I, I took this before we got started. Mm. Oh, and there's your pup. I remember your pup. <laughs> there's Duke, the guardian. <laughs> yes, holding space. Oh, so that's like the area that... Um, you know, you have a lot of tools there. Uh, there was a lot of musical instruments used. And and I will say, Rebecca, our space is different in the sense that um, because of the because of the work that we do, uh-huh. we only host very. We either do one on one or very very small groups. That is not the norm, so to mm-hmm. speak, in in the world, at least in the in the Western world. When you're when you're when you're seeking out places, that that does create a little creates a, a big difference in the sense that our spaces are very small and most of the time you go into spaces when you're going to sit there, there are 20 plus hundred to a hundred people or so that are sitting. Mm-hmm. And we do, um, we honor the fact that we, that what spirit has called us to is to serve, um, is to serve and be present for, um, for people um, in a smaller space in the one-on-one spaces, because there, there's something about the depth of the work that, um, that we carry and that the people that mm-hmm. come to us that trust us, 
Trust us with their souls. They yeah. trust us with who they I are. did. They are needing. They are needing the hands-on. They are needing the the deeper connection, and that is the gift that we carry. We are able to do the hands-on work to offer the deeper connection. So I want to just impart something real quick, but before I do, I'm going to take a quick commercial break, and I'll be right back with you. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Grateful Heart TV for more content. If you're looking for a mortgage, you need a personalized plan, not a click button get mortgage option. My team and I have saved families thousands by proactively planning their home purchase or a refinance. Buying a home is a huge decision and it deserves a strategic approach. My team and I provide a comprehensive mortgage plan, including a complete credit analysis outlining the steps needed to improve your credit score and help you qualify for the best rates and terms in the market. Visit us at tkteam.us today. We'll ensure you get the best guidance so you can make the best decisions. The TK Team, moving you forward. Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and I've been selling homes here in the Valley for over a quarter of a century. I want to say that experience truly matters. So when you're looking for a realtor to help you either buy or sell your biggest purchase of your life, I hope you'll consider using me. My experience doesn't matter near as much as my clients. So I do dare you to Google me and I promise you'll see nothing but fantastic reviews because I really do truly care to help navigate you and your family to the very best experience you'll ever have with buying a home. Have you been thinking about buying a new house or refinancing your existing mortgage? Interest rates are still around historically low levels. Why pay a higher rate when you don't have to? Call Joe Smith, me, at Epic Mortgage LLC, 602-741-4121 for a free mortgage quote or pre-qualification. Epic Mortgage LLC is a locally owned, independent mortgage brokerage that provides low-cost options for its customers. Independently owned means low overhead, so you get the best rates, fees, and service. Keep more of your money. Brokers are better. Realtor recommended for over 20 years. Contact me, Joe Smith, at Epic Mortgage today, 602-741-4121. Whether purchasing a home or refinancing, we know you have choices when it comes to choosing a title company. Navi Title Agency is the leading source for all title, escrow, and marketing needs. With access to the largest title insurance underwriter, Navi Title facilitates successful closings and protects clients from fraud. Creating solutions that save time and money for everyone, ask your realtor or loan officer today about using Navi Title on your next real estate transaction. Navi Title Agency is locally owned and operated in the state of Arizona. All right, we're back from break, you guys. And the point that I wanted to make right before we went to commercial break was this. You know, I know there's a lot of opportunities and options out there for people. My concern when I heard that one story you shared with me was that perhaps that gal maybe um, couldn't afford pricing of somebody more of a higher caliber per se. Like I know after my experience with you guys, one of my girlfriends had asked me about the cost. It was just me, myself, and you two and, and one other friend. So it was very intimate. And um, I was happy to pay it forward, you know, when you shared with me how you guys handled payment and all of that, because I wanted somebody else to be able to benefit because I could. Um, um, but that said, you know, my girlfriend said immediately, she's like, oh, gosh, no, there's no way I'd ever, yeah, I could never pay like that. I'll just go to my one friend and, and we'll just go do it at their house and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, no, please, please don't do that. Whatever you do. And just because I can picture that she'd probably be in a room with like 25 people, nobody even talking to her. Next thing she's taking medicine and no one's helping her. And that can be a really scary place. 
It really can be, mm-hmm. particularly when you start to open. And, and I apologize because I didn't step back into the story of the of the other woman. And we've had a couple more of those, oh, by the way, since mm-hmm. we've seen you, Rebecca. And and the truth is, is around that is that um, we do our best when we can to offset the cost for someone who truly just can't afford the work because that's important, particularly as we talked about, particularly for for um, for marginalized populations. We are, right. I mean, we clearly represent a couple different populations in that sense. Yeah. And um, so it's important for us to give back, and we do do when we can, and we um, it's very rare that we don't offer some uh, a gift of a seat in our space when we are doing our small groups. Um, so we really do do our best. Uh, I think that a lot of times what people think um, they, you know, the stepping away from, cause it's not affordable. That's too much. I can never do that. Mm-hmm. But we have to look at the, the gift of the medicines and the gifts of having someone walk you through the process of seeing your own soul and finding who you are. It's priceless. There is no price on there it. There is no price. You can't. And so a lot of times we'll, we'll afford our new handbag, but we won't afford ourselves to do the work that the soul needs. And, you know, and it's a true story because we're living in our 3D world right now. And that handbag's real cute, is it not? You know, um, but at the end of the day, so is an evolved soul and spirit that is no longer in pain. And actually, I think yeah. that's a lot cuter than that cute handbag oh, myself. Okay. <laughs> uh, and that's it's, why I did the work that I did when I came to you. And I know for a fact I'll be back again once I'm ready. But let's talk about that because it is pretty intense experience. And it may not be for everyone right off the bat. I know there's different types of plant medicine that people can use, maybe different levels. And, you know, for maybe the novice who's never tried something and they have a lot of anxiety around it, I know you were very cautious when you first spoke with me about, um, you know, not overwhelming me and making sure I was ready. And, and, you know, that might be something to speak to as well, since you are doing such deep ancestral work with folks when they come through. Absolutely. I, you know, there is a process to it. And I, I think, again, people hear it, they're like, oh, I want to try that. I want to get in and I want to see what this is all about, right? Like the latest and and really preparing yourself and, and being ready to to open yourself to your soul because it's it's not an, an easy journey. <laughs> no. like, I've been in the medicine and we've sat plenty, we sit with our own work. And I was like, wait, I, uh, yeah, I asked for this. And you're like, yes, and, and, and let it come and learning to surrender. And so learning the process of of working with the medicine and not starting out. We had an experience um, recently where we were speaking about our work to someone and and they're like, well, the, the, you know, I had a friend and he took the strongest and he was, you know, the strongest medicine. What's the strongest? And and he had that and like, like, like the hero's dose or the heroes, like I wanna do it and I wanna go all the way. That's not how the medicines work, right? Or should you want to, you know, ask it for ask the medicine it is an, it's an intelligence it has the capacity mm. to give you what you need but don't go like the american way of like <laughs> i want to supersize it yes yeah let's, let's gonna, supersize you're gonna it get what you ask for. you're gonna get yeah. what you ask for well and you know i can't i'm sure every experience for every individual is unique in itself but i know for myself there were things um maybe i wasn't wanting to face that were subliminal but that came to the surface for me so in sense that helped a lot, you know, to release and make me face certain things that I didn't necessarily want to in the moment, but I have, and I'm doing that work and it's not fun to your point, but it, I'm, you know, much better human for it. And then 
afterwards, I can say, you know, four months later, because it's been four months since I've gotten to see you, um, you know, there were things that were brought up that I had no idea were there, you know, and so it was kind of an interesting mix of the two. And I'm sure if I come back to visit you in the near future, it'll be a completely different experience than what I had the first time with you. But I, I describe it as peeling back the layers of what I need to be dealing with in the moments. So anybody I've shared with since I've met you, um, that's how I've described it as peeling back those layers. And when I'm ready to peel back some more layers, I'll be back myself again. Um, but in the meantime, I know there was three points. We wanted to talk about ancestral healing, and I didn't. I don't think I even <laughs> let you guys get there. Uh, so why don't we talk a little bit about that? Um, tell me again, Rebecca, I apologize. The ancestral healing aspect of the work that you do, since, um, you know, I know my ancestors did decide to come pay us a visit. So maybe cool share. show up, isn't it? Yeah, right. <laughs> they, and they do. They always seem to show up. We all have ancestors, thousands of them. We forget sometimes. We know we sometimes just think of my grandma, right? Or, you know, like mm -hmm. my mom. But we have thousands of ancestors. We each do. And so we always say we are calling in the benevolent ancestors, those that wish us well, those who have gone who have gone ahead in transitions. They've crossed over to the other side. And they're looking back going, wait a second, I want to support this. I want to help to heal the family lineage. So if there was whatever it is, that maybe the family had had severe abuse in the family, physical abuse or something, and whether the ancestor had been involved in the abuse, been the perpetrator or the victim of it, you will see them step forward a lot of times. And they also step forward to play. They also step forward saying, hey, I've got you. I want to show you a few things. Mm -hmm. So they do that. So when we work with the ancestral lineage, we work, of course, with our own our own lineages of our own um, uh, physical uh uh, bloodline, and then we work with the ancestral lineage, also of what we consider our um, our spiritual lineage that we work like with, our so soul families. We have both. Yeah, we have both mm -hmm. that, that come forward uh, with that, and so when working with the ancestors. Um, what 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 happens is the process of uh, and then let's see if I can explain it well enough. Maybe Hillary can jump in and mm -hmm. explain a little bit better. Sometimes I can't. Um, is that each of us, no matter what, again has ancestors, mm -hmm. and we are taught to pause to ask for help from them. And working with the medicines, the ancestry sometimes says, hey, I'm out here quicker than what it does mm -hmm. when we are just sitting. But even outside of the medicine work, we work with the ancestors because I think it's important to understand that no matter what has gone on in our lives, whether it is a physical issue that the family carries, you know, we hear, oh, it's in your DNA, it's in your family history, that mm -hmm. means you're going to get it. I don't think there's anything that we have to keep accepting that that's how it's going to be. And we can take the ancestors and ask them to help to heal the trauma, to help to heal whatever it is in our physical life that is going on. They have already done it. They've already seen it. Most of them know where it started from. And I'm just thinking of a quick point here. When, um, when, we're, when I'm doing my work, whether in the medicine space or outside of the medicine space, what happens for me in the processes as my, as my divine channel opens and as, as I get information from spirit is I will usually be able to see someone may come in with, with an issue saying, you know, um, I, my relationships have always been really terrible. I've never really been able to trust somebody in love. No matter mm -hmm. what somebody does, I just, I just can't receive it. And we can go back usually then and see where it is. If it started with them, like a vow that mm -hmm. they made to themselves when they were little, or if it'd been a family pattern as to where it happened at. So with things like that, sometimes we'll go, go through somebody who has experienced some, some severe sexual trauma yeah. and that feeding another, like every generation, you know, it was me, my mother, my grandmother, they could, they can't find a place where 
in, you know, in their recent history where it wasn't at, we can go back through and usually find out where that started to happen at. And when the medicines are there, that is when a lot of times the ancestors will step up and say, well, this is where it started at. This is where it came from. I know for like somebody just listening in, it might be hard to hear. Yeah, <laughs> it's all hard to comprehend probably that comprehend. you could be healing yourself and healing your ancestors. We have, you know, we have we have some more science-based things that are that are showing us that we we literally carry all of our relations with us. We carry everything. And mm -hmm. so uh, I'll let her answer a little bit better because I may not be. No, no I thought you did a great job, Janine. But Hillary, let's add to the conversation here because I know when I was there, it was, um, you know, the work I was doing wasn't just for myself. It was for my ancestors. So, you know, maybe we could touch a little bit on what that actually looks like because I, I, I'm sure I'm not the only one who shows up looking to do work for the entire family. Absolutely. I think, you know, that is kind of the calling when you're called to the medicine. It's really calling you forward as you are the one who's mm -hmm. who is stepping up to do the clearing, to do the healing for your lineage, um, you know, going backwards and, and you know, forward as well. So, um, yeah, I think it's... Um, it's it's just a it's just a beautiful process to allow that to yeah. you know unfold and and calling that in and and in the remembrance of it all right the remembrance mm -hmm. in our daily lives when we're so busy and we're doing all the things that we're doing to to ask for help I think that that's not even that's in medicine or out of medicine it's a good thing to remember like to stop and say ah what is it that I'm needing in this moment you you always have that available to you and I know that is a hard concept to say. What you know, are you talking about? You know what I absolutely <laughs> love, though, is because I'm looking at both of you, and I've got uh, Janine, whose background is more religious, per se, and then you called yourself more institutional, um, Hillary, but combined, like, the background you both offer your clients that come and seek out healing from you is just beautiful because you're able to kind of hit every point from our mind-body-soul um, aspect and you know a lot of us carry a lot of issues because of religions um, you know things that we were maybe taught growing up that maybe don't resonate any longer as well um, one point I want to make sure that we don't forget to talk about I'm going to slide over real quick oops I went too far ladies the spirit's not cooperating again um, okay so your website I want to make sure temple temple of the sacred rose and Janine, what is the website for the other one that I know we we're talking about an offering today? Um, SistersOfTheSacredRose.com. SistersOfTheSacredRose.com. Okay, perfect. And I will go back there. Um, I just want to make sure I'm not missing anything else. I think I already showed all the photos, me and Phoenix there. Oh, um, please tell me about this plant in your house because I remember taking that picture when I was there and I was thinking, what a cool plant that was. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, it's an angel trumpet and the, it's a, you know, it's a beautiful tree and, mm -hmm. and same. So the interesting thing is this, this, our home, our temple space has actually been in my, in my family's gener generation, excuse me. Um, this was my grandparents' home. And so then it was my mother's and now it is, it is our home and our know. temple space. So the, the tree was planted. I'm, I think my mother planted it as far as I can look back and, and understand that she, it was her, <laughs> the, and it's actually a psychedelic plant. Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm like. Of yeah. course you've got a psychedelic plant yeah. that's been in your backyard <laughs> my for mom decades was, and decades. She was, she was, she was, like, did a whole thing. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. She knew we'd get her eventually. Get it, right, yes. My grandmother's laughing right now. Oh, She's I'm like, sure right. she is. I'm sure she is. And, you know, um, 
Again, I just want to thank you both for the amazing experience I got to have with you. I want to make sure before we leave today, if there's anything like we talked, we haven't talked about yet the Sacred Union, which I know was point number three. Can we maybe touch on that before um, we give final thoughts? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so um, as Hillary and I both came deeper into the medicine work and deeper into spiritual community, we, of course, met each other mm -hmm. and we were incredible friends. Um, beautiful friends helping each other along on the journey and then, and ultimately realized that as we prayed for the other's partner to show up and prayed for all the things, you know, the list, and so <laughs> we went down the list, <laughs> we were meeting each other's list. <laughs> and um, the story is, is obviously much longer and much beautiful, much more beautiful than, than what I can tell in just a couple moments of time. But um, we began to understand as we um, as we did our work, because mm -hmm. it was doing the work and sitting in ceremony and asking the medicines as we wanted to release those layers so we could receive love, we could receive that divine union, the sacred union in our lives. Mm -hmm. We looked over at each other one night and she said to me, I have never been this bare naked with another human before. And it was this connection at the depths of our soul that we knew we were each other's partner. I love it. So beautiful. And what a beautiful way to finish our show today, too, ladies. So um, thank you for sharing your story. And I know you have many offerings. Repeat the website yet again, where they will be able to find the current offering you're giving anybody who's watching our show today. Absolutely. It is sistersofthesacredrose.com. Perfect. Okay. And what are we offering? If, if folks hop on that website, what are we giving them? You will, you will find a deep meditation there and an offering as we um, show you a bit about how to make an ancestor's um, altar so that you are able to build your own ancestor's altar mm. as a focal point, as a way to connect with your ancestors and do some um, do some talking and, and clearing in the spirit and be able to see what it is that they are speaking to you. I believe right now the ancestors are really stepping forward more so now than they have in a long time. I've heard the veil's very thin right now. For whatever that means, um, you, you ladies can explain <laughs> it a lot better than me, I'm sure. But oh, what a beautiful gift my time with you has been today. I know um, in spite of all the technical difficulties we experienced, somebody will benefit from watching our show, hopefully answering maybe some anxieties or qualms if they've been called and they, it just keeps coming to mind, but they don't know where to go they can come to you. And you offer both the intimate settings, but you're also, on, you know, and I want to say the vez en cuando, which is Spanish. Once in a while, you are offering more group settings, as I know you had shared with one um, with me mm -hmm. after I'd visited that was on our screen and will be in our show outtakes if anybody decides to hop on our website and grab that information. Um, and it sounds like you have one coming up soon as well, right? Or thinking we about it? Well, we, have an offering, we have an offering coming up in February. It'll be two nights. And someone can inquire to find out more about that. We do a lot of work, um, I think, as, as I told you, with um, both of our uh, lineages as far as the uh, the Rose lineage goes. And we work with the African Orishas, which is my direct blood lineage. Yeah. So it's beautiful to be able to offer the space to, to teach and to, to allow the presence of all of it to come in. Mm. Well, keep shining, you two. I love it. And I cannot <laughs> wait to see you again. Thank you so much for joining Thank us you, today. Rebecca. And Thank I look you, forward Rebecca. to seeing you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks. And then all of a sudden my mind started talking to me, my ego. My ego was starting not to like this. Hi, this is Jim Belushi, and this is the story of the first time I did ayahuasca in the jungles of Peru. I was at a point in my life where I needed something. 
I had seen my friend Stephen, and he was like kind of an anxious guy and a little crazy. And, and I seen him again, and he was different. And I said, hey, man, what the hell happened to you? And he said, well, I went down to this place in Peru, and I did this ayahuasca thing. And I said, how do I get in on that? So I went down there, did the whole ceremony, and he did this whole ritual. And he explained the ayahuasca plant. You think about what you'd like to have healed, and you blow into it. Then you wait for about 45 minutes. Everything seemed cool. It's like, hey, man, I'm in a jungle. It's cool. Then it started. My eyes closed and saw geometric figures. And then all of a sudden, my mind started talking to me, my ego. My ego was starting not to like this. What are you doing down here? This guy's, this guy's not, not right. This is a cult. You're going to be stuck in, in the jungle. Get out. Just get out. Get out. Go to a plane. Get to a plane right now. You know how to do that. And the shaman said, what's going on? I said, well, I got all these chattering monkeys. And they're saying all kinds of nasty stuff. He goes, okay. And he had all these singing bowls. And he started singing and Icaros, which is beautiful. He had a beautiful voice, almost sounded like a cantor. I fell out of the chair. And I was like, wow, I had this peace. I said, what the hell did you do, man? He said, well, you said the monkeys were bothering you. So I shot him. Ding, 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 ding. I don't like the messages that the monkeys were giving me. They're getting a message from the gorilla. Let's go gorilla hunting. I wanted to go deep into what is the bed of my anger or doubt or fears, whatever it is that's getting in the way of my personal relationships, my love for myself and others, my acceptance of myself and others. He said, do you see the geometric shapes? I said, yes. He said, if you really focus in on the emptiness between the lines. I said, okay, and I looked at it in my mind's eye, and I went, Poof! I just like astro-traveled into blackness, lost like the feeling you feel when you have trauma. And in that moment, I went, that's nothing to be afraid of. And my falling turned into flying. I was doing somersaults, I was flying. I mean, it was so joyous. But the one image that I still live with today, was I was back sitting in a chair, my shoulders were humped, and I felt two hands lifting me, and they turned me. And in my mind's eye, I saw a long conference table, like in a business office, something you see on succession. And I'm at the head of the table, and there's these kind of spirits, and I was looking at them all, and some of them didn't look too good. Some looked a little angry. And the shaman said, what's going on, Jim? And I said, I'm in this place, this conference room, and there's all these things. And he goes, ah, oh, those are your spirits. He said, that's the jealousy spirit. That's the sad spirit. There's the kind spirit. There's the loving spirit. There's the generous spirit. There's the angry spirit. You see, Jim, you were sitting at the side of the table while one of your spirits was running your life. You're the head of the table. You're the president. You're the CEO of your life. And they just moved you back into the chair that you were born in. I said, well, how did I get out of the chair? You know, spirits, they like to work. You know, one time you probably called the fear spirit up and say, hey, uh, I'm scared here, I'm lost. And then you get out 
And you go, wow, fear saved you. So now the fear is going, hey, man, remember I saved you when you got lost? Huh? I'm doing a good job, right? Well, let me stay up here. And you just forget. And then the fear spirit just takes over. And then he brings his buddy, the doubt spirit, in. They go run your company for a while. And these spirits just run. These were the guys who were yelling at you when you started the ayahuasca in the first place. I get it. I said, how do I get rid of them? He said, you don't get rid of them. You embrace them. They're you. But when you're done with them, you got to put them back and take control. It was beautiful. The next night, we were down there with the gorillas. I saw my mom. I saw my brother John. And those two figures were the gorillas that I was releasing. And at that moment, I found beautiful joy, compassion, love, and forgiveness. Not only for, for them, but for myself. Yeah, man, I'd do that again. Well, if you like that story, that story is what began the new story, and that's called Growing Belushi on Discovery Plus, where I grow cannabis in Oregon. It's all plant medicine to me, and it's all about healing, cleansing, love, generosity. Growing Belushi, check it out. What a great show, and thank you for joining us on our mutual journey to becoming unharmable and successful in all of our experiences while we're here in this school of life. We hope you enjoyed it. If you watched us on YouTube, please like and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Likewise, if you're catching us on one of our podcast platforms, be sure to follow us so you never miss out on another one of our shows again. Remember that if you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover, check us out on the web, www.gratefulheart.tv, for all of our links to connect with us. I'm on vacation every single day Cause I love my occupation Hey, hey, hey I'm on vacation every single day Every, every single day